0: I'ma get it poppin', don't stop me. No. Oh, oh.
1: Turning up every weekend is a party. Turn up oh you know. Yeah. It's the happy night show, and you know we wild wow, so yeah. Turn up the radio,
0: we survive. Yeah. A lot of topics, keep it locked, yeah. You know this. Tune in for the talks, cause this your moment. It's a happy night show, it's a happy night show. Yeah. It's
1: happy night show. Up close and personal with all your favorite celebrities on the hottest weekend party show in the city, the Abbey Night Show. What's up, y'all? You're listening to all the hits on the number one party show in the city, the Abbey Night Show. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Get into the smoke. <laughs> 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 we're back everyone with a special guest today he is a wardrobe specialist a fashion concierge a style expert he's out here doing his thing what's going on E Money? how you doing today
0: what's up abby and i'm honored to be here hype magazine thank you for having me
1: it's listen it's a world that we live in these days that's all I got to say. There's so much to talk about. I'm loving how you look right now. For those of you that can't see him right now, he's got a dope coat on with a hoodie. He's got the textured layers. The glasses are popping, just doing your thing. If somebody saw you, I'd, if they questioned what you did, I'd be like, I mean, it's kind of obvious, right?
0: Ain't it? Yeah, I think so. It speaks for itself. That's the thing about style, man. It's going to say who you are before you say a word.
1: Every time. Every time. So let's talk a little bit about you, uh, obviously. So, you know, you're a stylist. You work with a lot of celebrities. When did you discover your love for fashion?
0: Um, that was something I would discover early, I would say, more like in grade school. I could just remember always putting together looks before I would even know I was putting together looks. You know, I was always one of those people besides the first week of school having your clothes laid out. Like, I just always thought about what I was going to have and what I was going to wear. Yeah, it was just always in my room already, always ready to go. And um, I remember being just in, like, middle school and high school. Shout out to Carver Middle School, Evans High School in Orlando, Florida. Like, just getting best dressed every single year and most likely to succeed in the yearbooks. I know somebody got it. pull up the yearbooks, you know. And, he said, um, "Fact
1: check me, okay?
0: <laughs> fact check me. The receipts are definitely there. Been getting best dressed since early 2000s. You know, all the way up to me graduating in 2007.
1: That's dope. How? So, mm-hmm. if you had to describe your style in three words, what would they be?
0: My style in three words? Um, I would just say like luxury street.
1: Okay. <laughs> if that, okay. If that
0: makes sense, cause you know, just being from Florida, where I come from." Most of the people that had money and expensive things was people in the streets and the dope boys. So I feel like my look is like an elevated graduated street dope boy look.
1: I love it. I'm here for comfort too. I love urban. I feel like urban culture is so dope and so underrated. I don't think people appreciate it as much as they should, because it's such a good blend of personality and creativity merged with luxury which I think mm-hmm. is cool. I mean, you are wearing exactly what you said. Exactly. That you I think are. people
0: are starting to get it. Yeah, I think people are starting to get it now, especially with like the Virgins of the world. Mm-hmm. He was the first to like merge streetwear with high end mm-hmm. and brought you off white. So I think the world is starting to appreciate it and get it a lot more. We're seeing it like rest in peace to Virgil. Um, but we're seeing it a lot more too with like your Supreme. Supremes are definitely a street brand that's merging with, you know, Gucci and Dicky and, um lab you're seeing that with the gallery department so we're seeing a lot of that going on currently now in fashion but i think virgil was the first to do the merge to merge it
1: his rest in peace to him what a talent he was his designs were incredible i feel like all of us can can definitely stand 10 toes down on that i don't think there will ever be another virgil uh on the level that he was at because i feel like he was a visionary when it came to fashion for sure um, and extremely innovative too which was mm-hmm. super dope yeah uh, T- the words
0: right out my mouth yeah i don't think we'll never see another no
1: at all one of a kind so you're originally from florida
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you know everybody talks about like culture culture florida culture all that stuff so i want to know do you feel like growing up in florida like that's influenced your creativity now in any way
0: yeah, I think what I've seen in Florida is what really sets me apart as an individual and a lot of other creatives. Like what you see now, like anybody that comes out of Florida and they make it mainstream, mm-hmm. the world is infatuated with them. I mean, you see it right now with the Kodak Black. He's a he's a one of one. Of yeah. course, the city girls, their elevation of Trina, but they're still their own. You know, they came in the game, trademarking, trademarking their period, you know, mm-hmm. And I feel like even like Plaz, he's a one-on-one, you're Khaled, so your Rick Ross, is like you can't put them next to somebody and say, oh, who you compare Rick Ross to? You know, you see some similarities in the beginning with him and Notorious Big, but even like now, like he manifested him being the biggest boss and you see his crib here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's definitely the biggest, you know, he put that in the air and there you have it.
1: There's nothing so- understated about where he lives like you gonna yeah. drive by you're gonna know exactly
0: you're gonna who know lives the biggest, there. Right? Yeah. but he yeah. was saying that when he was broke you know I so love it. Mm-hmm. i say that to say with me and my brand of money look you know i've just me growing up people always say dang you look like money before i even seen a touch the industry check so it's like me anybody who i work with or any room that i walk in they're like oh okay that's the money look you know even because i work with a lot of artists in the beginning before they touched the industry check yeah, and I had them looking like a superstar before they even seen a check. So I haven't been compared to any other stylists, you know. I, I when I get the calls, it's like yeah, e.
1: you know um, what you're getting.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, or even just or even where I'm getting a call from an executive or an artist themselves or the management, they're like yeah, yeah. I feel like you're the best for this project. You know, mm-hmm. we want that that money look to be that we want that to be shown on the screen.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's so what you I do. feel like
0: yeah and i and i just I, I put that back to what you were saying to florida like any creators or any visionaries that come from florida is like a one of none
1: one of none i like that i see what you did there yeah. took me a second i was like <laughs> wait he said one of none uh <laughs> so what's a typical day like for you you obviously you keep really busy you do a lot so mm-hmm. what what does that look like
0: um in the money world of- the money look yeah the money look where if i'm not prepping for like a tour or a project in particular it's really like going to different showrooms meeting up with new designers like atlanta has a whole fashion scene that people are unaware of you know we're we just are not really known for music and we're starting Mm -hmm. to get a little bit known for acting and the acting scene and being a black hollywood and and, um always been known as a black mecca but we really have a lot of, um, talented individuals in the fashion world. And, mm. um, I like to shed light on a lot of them. I work with a lot of them. I like to put a lot of my clients in black owned attire. Um, shout out, matter of fact, this is a black on this hoodie I got is Rafe Lanier. He's out mm-hmm. of Atlanta. He's been doing this thing with a lot of dope, uh, acts and also this trench as well. Um, the frames, Virgil off whites. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I like to stick true to Black fashion, they're definitely on the scene in Atlanta. And um, my, like I said, my day-to-day, if I'm not prepping, I'm prepping for a tour now. The Legacy Tour of Keith Sweat, New Edition Tank, that starts on March the 9th. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not doing fit-ins or bringing a vision to life on that end, then I'm um definitely in the field out here trying to put the next designer on, so to say. Or recognition, I would say.
1: I love that. I love that because that's necessary. There's so many mm-hmm. talented people out here and a lot of it is just having one person that says yes that can help expose yep. it to other people to get you going. So that's beautiful. I was going to tell you too that hoodie is dope. Um, Thank you. Yep. It looks Child super cozy too.
0: It is. Yep. It's comfortable. It's um, quality definitely. Um, like he's doing his thing man. It's, it's Ray Flanier R-A-I-F-L-A-N-I-E-R dot com. He he did a lot of the um pleasure peas looks for the millennium tour that just passed. Okay. So a lot of the drip that you seen on pleasure on stage, the biker jackets, a lot of the leather. Um, he done a lot of looks too for the guys RSVP. Mm-hmm. And since I've been putting him on stuff, he's been getting a lot of calls. Like he got some stuff he's done recently. I know with Vito. he's got some calls from Ti since us. He's he's got a call from um uh Nelly and Jermaine Dupri they did Mm -hmm. some stuff with their birthday stuff so yeah it just you'll be surprised who's looking everybody might not be liking to all my um up-and-coming designers and creatives Uh, people might not necessarily follow you and like your stuff but they definitely the eyes are there so I would Mm -hmm. just say keep going you're you're one look away from your from your breakthrough
1: I love that big shout out to Vito also love him I I had the opportunity to to speak with him a while back. Also, he's he's amazing. Uh, Okay, so with everything that you're doing, you've worked. I mean, you're. your client list is insane i mean you've got pretty ricky Jaqui august alcina trinidad james and like the list right. goes on and on rich homie Quan, future amigos Lil Yachty, gucci main kiswet Ludacris, tank i mean the list goes on and on and on ray j i'm like this we could have y'all here all day i know right <laughs> sounds like a lot of hard work when i look at that i'm black and white who's your dream client like when you got into it and you're like okay this is what I want to do I'm a visionary I want to be a stylist I want to be able to you know showcase people's personalities through their wardrobe this is my dream client who was that um you
0: know what's funny I never really had a dream client cuz I mean really? I worked with a lot of people in the beginning my my whole thing was I just always wanted somebody who gets it
1: you mm. know You
0: work with a lot of these guys or you you refer to a lot of these guys and they don't know the price of A, a stylist and B, of like fashion in itself. So when you work with somebody and you sit down with somebody and they understand, okay, frames, $1,500, you know, before you even get into my fee or how much I need to be compensated. Just like Mm -hmm. knowing the price of what comes with high end, because a lot of people want Gucci on gap budgets, if that makes sense in a nutshell so when you find <laughs> when you find people that like fashion and that get it how you do yeah then it's a perfect mix it's a perfect blend and i can't say that about like my roster who i'm working with currently now in the day-to-day most of those guys get it like shout out to keith sweat like for his age and everything that he's just done his legacy he definitely gets it when it comes to high-end fashion black fashion local fashion you know he's not one of those people that's going to try to discount you or oh why should i pay this much for this black designer he's not known he's not one of those guys you know he will see your work and he's looking at the tags and he understands okay 12 hours of labor went into making this hoodie mm-hmm. and the fabric came from you know china or this is real leather not pleather like he's right. one of those guys that gets it all the way around and some of those guys who that you mentioned a lot of them have like trinidad james you know, when I first started working with him in the beginning, I worked with him on All Gold Everything, the remix, because his uh, initial visual was shot um, with him indie. So when they did the remix and he had just got signed to Def Jam, you know, he was still managing a local boutique out of uh Underground, Child mm-hmm. of Ginza. So in the beginning, though, he just always never mind paying what it costs, you know, for his wardrobe and paying for his team. And um that's unmatched.
1: Mm. That's a fact. I I mean when you look at it like that and people I <laughs> I was thinking it and I was like, I didn't know you were gonna say it, but uh, a lot of people want Gucci on gap budgets for Mm -hmm. sure. So when they get in, they understand the work and the relationships that come with a stylist. You're paying for the knowledge and the skill, but you're also paying for a certain level of relationships to be able to get something exclusive, to be able to have something custom tailored or custom made. Uh, And that all comes with, you know, the price just saying Definitely. you get what you pay and, for mm-hmm. you know? and to put that out there
0: it's a it's a luxury service you know it's it's not mm-hmm. for everybody some people want to come to you and just feel like i want to pay you for the wardrobe but you also have to pay for that you know so whatever that's your time for their service yeah mm-hmm. so let's not forget that piece artists creatives up-and-coming stylists and all of that's viewing in and yeah. that's locked in. like don't undercut yourself because these artists or anybody, they will make a budget and pay for what they want to
1: pay for. Mm-hmm. Everybody does. They have Simple money for what, what they short. want to have money for. So mm-hmm. that's just crazy. So they want and to pay for the, the clothes, square. but they want you to work for free. Like, yeah, would they ever go, go work a show
0: for free? Mhm. Oh, you got some of them that want to try to negotiate or auction your rates with you. And it's like, stand firm on that. Because one thing yeah. about this industry, where you start and how you begin, it gets around, you know, chatter, you know. Mm-hmm. You cut yourself short or sell yourself short for one client. The next thing you know, it's all around that you would do it for this price or that you're negotiable.
1: Oh, yeah. Hit him up. All he did it for this job. much. Mm-hmm. Oh, they say, oh, he did it
0: for me for this.
1: <laughs> you yeah, that go. Yeah. <laughs> all too <laughs> well. So, when did you decide you wanted to pursue a career in fashion? Do you, do you remember what that moment felt like when you booked your first um, client? Well, you
0: know, it's funny, because for the longest, I didn't even really know that this was a real deal profession, just being in Florida. Before I even get to Atlanta, yeah. you know, I'm still in Florida in high school. I'm just a fresh guy off the streets. And um, my brothers, I couldn't edit, My brother's Pretty Ricky in Florida. Mm-hmm. And I was just putting together looks for them. They was like my first client, long-term client to this day. And mm-hmm. I didn't really even know that this was a whole profession, you know. I didn't know behind the scenes that you had a lot of these guys with a whole team behind them that's putting together their looks Mm -hmm. so when I professionally get into it you know I shift I graduate from high school I relocate to Atlanta on a scholarship for college I go to Clark Atlanta University shout out to CAU and um and whole AUC down there I can't I I can't dare leave out Spelman and Morehouse y'all definitely played a part in my journey but um when I found out uh that this was a whole profession and everything that goes along with it and I started gaining more clients, then it was like, oh wow, you know. So, um what you gonna say?
1: I was gonna say no, so it's like it's a real thing. Once you started looking yeah, at work, you're like, hold thing. on like, and these checks are, are kinda really nice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. I started finding out that, you know, if, if the artists if they're depending on the situation, whether mm-hmm. your checks is coming from the label or whether it's coming from management directly you know, it's some large budgets and this and you got really stylists that come in, like just like rap or anything else. Like this is the platform and adventures and it grows on to something else. If that's your goal or that's your end game, you know, but, um, yeah, it's definitely a lucrative business. And I, like, so I found that out once I got to Atlanta and I actually started, um, I became like an assistant stylist. Mm-hmm. I was up under the Nia group working with Ronaldo. And, um, that's how I met Chris, actually. Yeah, Chris was working at Saks Fifth Avenue and Fifth Plaza. And uh, I would go in there and shop with him from time to time. Shout out to Chris. Chris be doing his things. It's amazing to see where he's come from, yeah. working in retail, just, you know, as a regular store associate to now running his own business. And um, yeah, I learned a lot as an assistant stylist. So that's another gem, too, to anybody looking to become a stylist. If you can, seek a mentor. In this Mm -hmm. business. You know, a lot of it is self taught. Um, or you could start off in a retail business. There's no really way to start this, but I would say the most smart thing to do would definitely be to get a mentor. Yeah.
1: I, I definitely everybody out there, he's he's definitely feeding you some amazing information because you need that. One thing about styling is I feel like it's a gift, it's a perspective you can't mm-hmm. necessarily teach that you can teach fashion patterns, how to kind of layer things together, but it's kind of, I feel like it's a feeling, right? You get to know your clients, you have a vision, you put it together. I feel like there's no exact way to teach that. It's like no, an it's, energy thing. You can't just teach energy. It's just there. So it's a
0: talent. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's a hell of a skill too. Cause I'm gonna tell you right now, I couldn't be a stylist. There's so much. <laughs> it's way more complicated than I thought. I was like, oh, they just go to the store and I, Once I found out what it was, I was like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. nah. It was completely different than what I thought it was. Um, what is a big misconception that you feel like most people have about stylists?
0: Um, that we just go into the mall and get clothes. <laughs> yeah if it was that easy everybody would be doing it it's like so your job's so easy through. you
1: just shop yeah. all day for a living like just that's it
0: into, you just go into the mall it's so much more that goes into it you have to know like a lot of details that goes into it of course with the project knowing your client um dealing with designers uh what else just throwing out there um being up on trends you know which ways and that could be which way to go and which way to avoid
1: mm-hmm the trends that's that's a whole different thing uh mm-hmm. that we won't get into because we'll be here forever but that's it's, it's a lot of work you really got to have your hand in like 10 different pots you got to be on top of everything you got to stay current you got to stay up to date plus if you don't do that your client's not going to be where they need to be and you always want to make sure i know for a lot of people that do hire stylists they always want to be featured on the fashion blogs her best dress best look you know all that stuff so that's that's uh, a <laughs> you just shop for a living <laughs> like you just go to the store like i don't know living yeah, this super bougie lifestyle comments
0: yeah that's one of the most bad kind of comments ever i mean it's, it's not really as glamorous too i mean i know you've probably seen like a lot of behind the scenes but it's really a lot of net and a lot of people it's I mean, a lot of work because yeah, you got to be available
1: things can go wrong things can get shipped mm-hmm. in there could be defective pieces the shoes and could be fitted, the wrong size yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it'll be last minute it'll be last like a one-on-one minute. custom yeah. piece now you got to figure it out and mm-hmm. changes it's a lot and it's very stressful too depending is, on you gotta, depending on who say that Mm. depending on who your client is, I'm like nah I, don't I would think say, I could all, do across
0: that. the board though because what people fail to realize is you don't have a lot of time for prep like that A lot of your calls gonna come 48 24 hours in advance mm-hmm. and, the and clock you got figure in, it out and you on the clock yeah mm-hmm. so this is definitely not an industry I would say a disclaimer to hop into if you're just trying to get in it for the money so to say because it, it has to be some type of passion there
1: well going back to the price thing. <laughs> what DJ Khaled say <laughs> yesterday's price is not today's it's price
0: definitely not today's price <laughs> so, amen to that <laughs> okay
1: just letting the people know what's what's something extremely underrated in fashion in your opinion
0: underrated mm-hmm. I would say um accessories people overlook accessories accessories can really make or break an outfit you know it could be the layering piece to something. But just say, if I took off these shades, it probably might. I was gonna my say, look probably wouldn't look as, as high end, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, the glasses pop. It brings it all together, for sure. So
0: people overlook just simple stuff like that on your day-to-day, even just like a rosary. I have mm-hmm. a rosary on certain stuff that people, I think that's really what's underrated.
1: Mm, accessories, now, I like that. Yeah, and, and the
0: details. Style mm-hmm. too. A lot of it is details. So, of course, accessories is, is your details.
1: So do you believe that fashion is an extension of someone's personality?
0: Um, definitely, because it, it goes back to what I was saying, like what we said in the beginning, with fashion, it speaks before you say anything. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, like, we just when I'm out and about, I have so many like um, up and coming people of artists, you know, we're in Atlanta, so everybody does music, or everybody wants to be a part of this in some shape, form of fashion. And a lot of times, if I'm in an Uber or something, you'll be surprised having them pass off to me their music. But even when, like, you just look at them, like, you could look at somebody and tell how they dress, whether they give a fuck or whether they don't. I <laughs> so, mean, you said
1: it, you know. So
0: that's just for one. I mean, and take away labels or any of that from it, whether it's clean, dirty, any of that, how you look, you know, says a lot about you like i say whether you give a fuck whether you having a good day a bad day whether you're headed to an interview whether you headed to a meeting you know generally that's your presentation and then from there mm. people will be so inviting or warm or whether to stay back you know mm-hmm. six feet <laughs> you yeah, know so
1: exactly so if there was you know considering your journey so far because you've accomplished a lot in what in a period of time that some would say is is rather short you know considering everything that you've you've accomplished what has been the most meaningful moment that you've experienced so far that you wish you could relive? the most meaningful moment
0: I would say when I first moved to Atlanta uh, it was like 2009 mm-hmm. and this was still like Twitter era it wasn't on mm-hmm. Instagram and that thing. you know Twitter back in that time, it was more just you simply tweeting where you're at and what you're doing. You right. remember? I don't know if you remember that phase. Yeah, it was like what you're doing, where you at. The characters yeah. was way shorter. Mm-hmm. And everybody was so ex- excited about the tweet pic and the tweet video. Tweet yeah. video. Yo, those <laughs> features were just being rolled out. Okay, so you with me. Yeah. And um, I was interning on the Monique show. And that period, it taught me a lot because it, I was amongst a lot of – um union workers mm-hmm. and that taught me about the whole union world because my whole career i can't say I, I freelance you know and i was able i was offered the opportunity because i was an assistant stylist mm-hmm. and so we came on as freelancers and we're looked at as oh y'all just doing what we want to do and the union is more structured that's more like you get a check here you know every two weeks whatever the structure is and you're simply just sent out to the store to do all the stuff that basically we don't have time for it so you're picking out all the green screen stuff all the non-label stuff mm-hmm. there's no really thinking no creativity no envelope being pushed in that in that sector so right. i say to answer your question i think if that period could have been longer because monique she didn't get it renewed for another season everything ended
1: mm-hmm. like
0: uh shortly after i was on there mm-hmm. i would have um learned a lot more in the television world and would have had a lot more relationships but I did was I was able to create some just on that show alone. Like I got to work with Nikki on that show. I got to work with like T L on that show. This was early though, you know. what I'm saying I like to, mm-hmm. and I, and I really take that that time. Um, I hold that time dear and near to my heart because seeing where a lot of those people that came across that stage are at now, and even just running into them now, like they still remember that. Like who don't remember the Monique show? That was a hell of a, a
1: outlet. Yeah no it wasn't it did really well while it was on I was shocked mm-hmm. when they canceled I was like what it didn't make sense yeah. to me
0: it was a time so I could see them bringing it back though with everything being brought back now I could definitely see it being brought back on one of these streaming networks
1: yeah no I well a lot of people I know are hoping for that so fingers crossed for the Monique fans out there that her show will be coming back sometime yes. in the near future uh what's the greatest Rootin advice for you, Monique right <laughs> hell yeah uh I mean look you never know. Like he said, they're renewing a lot of shows, so it is possible. What's the greatest advice anyone's ever given you?
0: Be careful who you take your advice from. Ooh. And okay. I, yeah, and that's just um, self-explanatory. A lot of people try to give you advice in this industry, outside this industry about your journey. Mm. And they never even they're not even going down the same road you are. Or maybe so they don't there. have good
1: intentions for you. Forget even going down the same road. Like a lot of times they'll give you bad advice just because they don't want to see you do well, which is crazy to me. Yeah. So be careful,
0: yeah. Be careful who you, you know, get your advice from and I almost question everything.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That part. Okay. (laughs) Uh so looking into the future, what's the dream for you? Future.
0: Twenty three, Jordan year. Um, like I said, I I got a tour, possibly two tours coming up, legacy tour, RSDP. Mm-hmm. It's going on a tour. Um, of course, millennium tours, like an every year thing. So that's three. But besides touring, um, end goal for me, I probably would end up in management. I mean, I have enough relationships, enough resources. A lot of your favorite artists already come to me for advice sidebar, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I have a lot of bubbling artists talent that comes to me and ask me to manage. So I could definitely see myself with a career in manage in management. and management. I mean, I already do some road management with some of my clients now too, just moving around mm-hmm. in different markets.
1: Oh, that's dope. Okay, okay, management. Mm-hmm. You management. can just add that to your long list of accolades.
0: Yep, call it the <laughs> money look management. You know my,
1: and and that's what somebody told me a long time
0: ago when I LLC the money look. They was like, you know, that could be the money look records. That could be the money look styling. They were like, that's
1: definitely a global brand Mm-hmm. no and it speaks for itself too especially because when you walk through the door it's like i get it it makes sense you ever seen somebody's yeah. like business name and you're like mm, i don't get it I don't make I no don't sense. Get with you it, i right. get it i get it it Everybody makes a, it makes do. so much That's sense <laughs>
0: and even people who's not aware with me you know not aware of what i do or you know my peers or my peers know, but the general public, a lot of times don't know. That's how I'm always, I always be wondering, like, how do I look so approachable? But I guess it's how, how I look. People like you do something, even yeah. if they don't know. If they yeah. see me out in the mall or just parking the valet guy, like. They're like,
1: you do, you do something, something entertainment. Yeah, <laughs> let, let me holler like, at you real quick. Here's my card, my CD, <laughs> my website, always, my social. <laughs>
0: I'm always in to know people like you do. Like I said, if you don't know, they like, oh, you do something
1: yeah or yeah. my
0: favorite line, or i've seen you somewhere before that's <laughs> a good just, way to start know, a conversation start
1: right yeah 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 i've mm-hmm. seen you somewhere do i know you nah i don't think so okay right. like, well anyway you look really like you're doing something yeah, yeah right 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 i'm not, I'm
0: not famous like my, my my peers know me and you know if you work behind the scenes you may know but yeah i'm approachable though for the most part. i'm a people's person you have to be in this industry in any service industry customer service you have to be you know i always i always like to say too um it's nothing better. People love new clients, but I always, say I love a returning client.
1: I would think as a business owner, that would be the goal is to have a returning client. Yeah. Cause that's what keeps a thriving business. And mm-hmm. it shows that you're doing your job the right way too. Cause they're happy with what you're doing. So, you know, I'm really looking forward to seeing what you got in the works. I feel like you're going to end up having a clothing line at some point. You got that in the works at all that's been that's
0: been thrown at me a lot but i'm such a perfectionist professionalist i can't even say the word right
1: perfectionist perfectionist there yeah. you go
0: i'm <laughs> from the south man i'm from florida y'all excuse
1: my <laughs> lingo <laughs> we we knew what you were saying yeah we knew what you were but,
0: going. but um it. i'm so big on details and everything that i haven't seen the right situation yet but if it, if it comes across my desk of course um we'll have the money look clothing <laughs>
1: okay here we go T-M-M-L- y'all already know right tml we're gonna I'm put good. it out there one of these days it's gonna happen period mm-hmm. yeah they say you gotta speak it into existence so you know I we're gonna know, put like, out all like the, the vibes did. yeah the
0: Ross, man the biggest
1: yeah hey look words are powerful right they say what you put on until the universe comes back so we just gonna claim all of it successful clothing line crazy career longevity the whole nine if anybody wants to keep up with you where can they go find you
0: so i'm active on all social media pl- platforms besides tiktok so instagram i'm emoney 3k that's my personal my professional is the money look on um, my facebook the money look on um, my website themoneylookstyling.com and it, pretty much any city to you man legacy tour 30 cities March 9th, grab your tickets. Um, like I said, RSVP. That's still pinned in the dates and everything on that. Mm-hmm. I'm outside,
1: you know, I ain't all the way time. outside doing your thing. Yeah. Nothing better than waking up every day and doing what you love, Amen. which is Doesn't really feel like work. Mm, it never does. It never does. I can't wait to see what kind of looks you're gonna be putting together on these tours because I've been seeing them the last couple years. So I'm sure this year is gonna right. be another epic. Didn't one. know it
0: was me, but you I, had I didn't. It, but right? I do now. <laughs> i know right crazy right <laughs> it's crazy when
1: you see that yeah and it's funny because when i saw pleasure p's look on this last show i think he was wearing all white with a red fur coat or something like that yep, i was fur, like that's dope that's crazy. a little different than what he typically does he must with have somebody new. his work yeah yeah it was nice i liked it and now and it all the makes sense i
0: like when when they see my clients it's like i wonder who his stylist is i wonder who her stylist is
1: and that's how you get, you know, future business. That's how it is.
0: That's how the word of mouth is routed right to to anyone, any creative. Yep.
1: Keeps the money look thriving. So you guys it's already more. know. <laughs> you have to go check him out. Make sure you show them lots of love. Look out for these tours coming out this year because the looks are epic. You're going to see, I'm sure, a lot of custom unique pieces by independent designers that need more love. And more attention than they get. So I'm sure you'll be showcasing a lot of that as well. It's been such a pleasure talking to you. I can't wait to do this again. Like I said, I'm sure I'll bump into you on one of the tours. I'll make Mm -hmm. sure I let you know when I'm around. Yeah, for sure. And uh, until next time, you guys already know. Check him Uh out. Shout him out. If you see any looks that you love, let him know too. Because as a stylist, that's super rewarding. I feel like when people can appreciate the work. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah. a big deal. I would feel like if I was a stylist, I would love it. I love so. seeing
0: that too. Yeah, when people see mine, they just go to tagging me. Tagging eMoney, tagging the money look. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's- they see it and they're like, oh, that looks like something he would do. That's that def- yeah. that's got his stamp on it. So it's been such a pleasure speaking with you today. We'll definitely do this again sometime soon. We're gonna take a quick break, you guys, but we'll be right back.
0: Alright, it's been an honor hype. <laughs>